what y'all know about manga, anime, webtoons? Well, guess what? These are a few of the terms that you are going to hear from my daughter, Asia. She will be on my upcoming episode of Real Reading Talk, giving us some insight into her reading world. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Reading Talk. And I am your most gracious host, Miss Sasha. And with Real Reading Talk, I discuss the real systemic issues that are at the very core, the very foundation as to why there are low levels of literacy in the black community and the ways in which we can combat these issues together. All right, family. Well, guess what? I have an awesome guest on my show for today for you all. I, as I promised uh, before, even though my apologies, I haven't been able to be uh, consistent as I would have liked to have been with having guests for this second season of Real Reading Talk. However, I've had guests on um, a lot uh, during this season and this time I'm having a returning guest, which is my mm -hmm. awesome, lovely, beautiful, brilliant daughter, Asia. So Hi. she's in the house, yay, yay. And I am just so excited because we are going to have a great conversation, y'all, about reading, all right? And her reading experiences, the types of books that she likes to read and all of that good stuff. And of course, like I said before, one of the main reasons why I wanted to have guests on in particular young people uh, is because uh, that's the population really that has been suffering in, when it comes to the black community is our young folks when it comes to reading. And what better way to help get our young people into reading is through having their own peers, people who are in their age group talking about their reading experiences you know, and talking about, you know, different things that they like to read uh, and just being honest about, hey, look, you know, you have young people who may like to read certain books, but then there are times where they're like, you know what, I don't like to read and to talk mm -hmm. about and explore as to why that is, you know, but again, like I said, uh, the goal is to encourage our young people to change the mindset, because if we do not have them change their mindsets um, as the uh, examples at being the adults, then they're gonna grow up with that attitude, that disdain, that dislike for reading or only equating reading with taking a test. And so with all of that being said, I want to properly introduce my daughter, Asiya Abdullah Colvin uh, to you all. And I would love for her to uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about herself. Give everybody, um, I, I, gave, I gave everybody your, your whole government name, so, you know. <laughs> um, well, obviously, as she said, my name is Asia Abdullah Colvin. I am 15 years old, and I'm about to be a sophomore, and I like to read and draw and watch Netflix and just chill, I guess. And, yeah, I really like to read comics and... I like to just draw like anything for real. And yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's a great start. I love it. Well, of course, now 
um, we're going to get dig a little bit more deeper into, um, you know, what it is, your likes, your interests. Before we mm -hmm. do that, though, I wanted you to tell everybody um, what profession um, have you been thinking about uh, pursuing? So what career path have you been thinking about pursuing? Um, I haven't thought about many, but like one is like just being an artist, maybe like a traditional or I was thinking of being a digital artist because there's a lot of like things you can do with digital art. Like it's so many like different parts of it and stuff. And obviously this it's 2022. Everything is digital. So like that would be really good for my career. And I feel like I would make money from being a digital artist, like depending on what I'm doing exactly or what I'm drawing. That's a great idea. That is excellent. And you know, and, and look at that, you already had opened up, you know, with your introduction, you said you love to draw. And so I was already thinking in my head, you know, I'm like, okay, I know she's going to talk about, you know, that being, you know, a possible career path for you. And that's, you know, a note to all of us parents out there when we are trying to get our children to start thinking about what career paths that they want to take. We always got to start with what they like and what they are doing, uh, what they do very well. And I'm definitely here to attest to the fact that Asia can draw her behind off. Okay, I got I got a couple of artists in my, yeah, as far as uh, in my chi in my children rather. I got Asia and uh, my son Yusuf. They both they are the ones who can draw really well. And my daughter Sabria, Bree can draw too, um, as well. So can you tell everybody? Give some uh, folks out there who may not. Uh, know about digital art? Can you give somebody just an example of what digital art looks like? Mm -hmm. Well, digital art, I guess, can look like very different, but like, okay, like for example, uh, maybe like brand logos and stuff uh, can be examples of digital art, like when they have like just how they make it, like how they draw it, like, and it's obviously not on a piece of paper, it's digital. It's like on a computer or some type of tablet or even di digital art can be like cartoons when you think about it because they're drawing the characters making them move all that that's all digital like like anime is just different cartoons and stuff and there's um yeah it's a lot and like probably even on maybe some book covers like they probably do it digitally and maybe print it I'm not sure but I think that could be an example of digital art. Wow, that's excellent. And, and I wanted you to do that again, like I said, because even though, you know, of, of course, all of those things that you mentioned, I mean, mm -hmm. majority of children and, and folks understand, you know, like, oh, okay, cartoons, but they're not thinking, you know, as I, and honestly, I never really, I don't really think about it like that. But the cartoons that, you know, that they're shown or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. that's digital art. You know, so right there. So that's, again, that's an example for young folks out there who love drawing, they love artwork. You can get into that field. And I would definitely recommend to making sure whatever it is that you want to pursue, look to see what is the salary. All right. Mm -hmm. Meaning how much you going to get paid. Cause yeah. that's very important. Yeah. Did you ever, is that, is that something that you ever researched in terms of uh, digital artists uh, salaries? Yeah, I have. I honestly don't remember okay. like the salary, but I have researched it. Okay. All right. Great, great answer. Yeah. So that's, that's what's up. 
So now, well, you already told, because my, ne my next question was going to be, what are some of your talents and hobbies? And you've already told us, you know, about <laughs> your drawing. Uh, now let's, let's get, get in, let's segue a little bit since you talked about reading. You said reading is mm -hmm. something that you do. So what books have you read so far this summer? Um, I started reading the Attack on Titan manga, uh, the first part of the first season, and I have not finished the first book, but I'll be finishing it soon, and that's just, like, one book that I've read, and then I've read a lot of webtoons, which also, like, ties back to digital, digital art, because a lot of the webtoons, well, all of them are digital art, when they're, like, drawing it, um, the characters and stuff, that's why it's called webtoons or whatever. It's like not physical, you know, and nice. I've read plenty of those. I was just reading a webtoon called Everything is Fine. It's like a horror webtoon, and I think it's pretty good so far. And yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Hey, y'all, this webtoon thing, um, I literally did not hear about that until my children start saying they're reading webtoons. I'm like, okay, what are webtoons? Of course, you know, I know cartoons, you know, first thing that comes yeah. to my mind is cartoons. So again, like Asia, you know, described, it's like webtoons. So these are these cartoons that are on the web. Uh, and this oh. is the Attack on Titan manga that I've been reading. It's like uh, the first part of the first season is four books. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good. What's the fascination with the manga? I, I had this uh, when I interviewed Zaid, uh, one of my uh, former students uh, that I helped prepare for kindergarten. And by the way, I saw him uh, yesterday and he was just so grateful. He was like, because I took some books up to his father's gym um, is a sports um, and he's a, um, you know, he's the owner of, of the gym where they teach martial arts. And uh, Zaid was like, great book selection and that's literally those were some of the books that our organization abc read had donated uh to the gym and so i remember talking to him about that so i, I want you to tell the people what what's what's up with the manga help me um uh <laughs> mangas are just like well okay if you know like animes are they're like these japanese type cartoon things and then manga well animes usually come from the manga like the book series that's made first and it's just it's just a comic for real, like a Japanese comic and basically they turn it into most of them get turned into um animes and it's yeah it's just a comic um it's obviously a little different because it's read from right to left instead of left to right like this is what the cover looks like like you started from it might be inverted but you started from right to left basically like if you if you started at the end, it would say stop. Like you know, it's probably inverted, but no, it no, would it's say not. Say like mm -mm. no, because it's not yeah. live, right? Yeah, yeah, what? it would say like stop reading. And like if you get obviously, if they're in America or some other country where yeah. you read from left to right, they're gonna let you know that you can't read it like that, and you have to start from right to left, which is similar it. to the Quran, basically. Right. Yeah. I see you just educate. Oh, now all the, all this time I did not know that. Now I I got these Attack on Titan books for you all. Y'all got other you know manga books that I would definitely want you to uh, tell the people about as well. I never knew that. That is like so dope. 
I wonder, so, okay, so let me ask you, because you said that the anime and the manga, that started in Japan? Yeah. So, okay, is it that, they do they read like that in the Japanese language from right to left? Um, I'm not well? sure. Possibly. Oh. I'm, I'm okay. assuming if they make the comments like that, I'm sure they probably oh. do. Because well, uh, I'm like, wow, y'all, I'm, I'm like, sure. total education. That is so dope, man. I love this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then I like the fact, too, how you showed that book. And they're just reminding people who are reading English, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, whatever other languages read from left to right, letting them know that, hey, you're doing it the wrong way, right? You know, you got to yeah. look to the other side. Wow, man, that is amazing. Oh, my God. Okay, y'all, I'm just... You know, I'm I'm tripping right now. I'm tripping because I'm just like, I ain't know that. You know what I mean? And my kids are into these, you know, Attack on Titans and all this mm -hmm. anime, these, you know, all of that type of stuff. So I'm like, okay. So there. All right. Now, and now let me ask you in terms of like with the webtoons, what made you get so fascinated with these webtoons though? Because it's like you said, you read plenty of those. Like what, what makes it? so um inviting and it makes you like drawn to these webtoons um i guess it's just like it's so many genres that you can find like it's so many different genres and stuff like horror uh romance i guess thriller all that type of stuff and then it's like also on webtoon it's not like it's one specific person obviously making all these these are different people you can make one yourself like and they can be from like different places some people or make it and it's like they're from the US or somebody can make it and they're all the way in Korea or wherever and like there's just it's so many different styles and stuff and I started like the first webtoon I was gonna read was like in 2017 I think it was like um I can't remember what it was called but I think it was like a horror webtoon and then I kind of like got more into it I guess like maybe like 2020 to now or whatever and it's just like so many are so cool and like different and then it's just the art styles change in different webtoons and like you can see like the progress from the people who even made the webtoons you can see their art progress throughout the years if they're continuing to update it and then a lot of them are like uh korean type comics because webtoon had launched in korea in 2004 but like um, worldwide, it launched in 2014. So a lot of them are Korean. I think it's called Manwas or Manwas. I don't know how to say it, but it's like a Korean type comic. And then some of them are from just other places. I'm sure like Japan too, because like a lot of those comics and stuff originate from those areas. And then there are people like obviously in the U.S. who make them and just all over the world. So yeah. Wow, that is like, I'm just being wild, y'all, because that's not really the mm -hmm. first adjective that comes to my mind to describe what she's educating us on, you know, especially too, this is not my lane at all. I mean, my kids, they are into these, like I said, these manga, this anime, all of that. And it's just like, oh, wow, I'm just, now I do, now what I would like to know, because you have mentioned in terms of it started in korea in terms of the the webtoons mm -hmm. right or the or the yeah okay webtoons mm -hmm. webtoons started in korea and then you got the manga in japan and you have a lot of there's definitely 
you know, a lot of young black folks who are black children and, and young people who are in your age group who gravitate to these stories. Now, do you, would you like to see manga series and anime and webtoons uh, that, rep that represent more, you know, black youth and you all's ideas? Would you like to see that? And then have you thought about writing and uh, drawing a webtoon yourself? Yeah, I definitely would like to see uh, more black characters and stuff in the webtoons because, or in mangas, whatever, because I obviously it's not very like, like popular. Like there's not a lot of black people in it because these are people like from Korea and Japan and stuff. They most likely don't want to like add it in there. And obviously I have seen like animes and mangas and stuff with black people in it, but it's not very like, it's very rare. And I have thought about making a webtoon. I would like to do that. I think that would be really cool. Just having a whole story and drawing out the characters and stuff. I think mm -hmm. that would be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would be real nice. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's not like there aren't any Black people in Japan or Korea. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? So, exactly. you know, so it's, again, it's just about that, obviously, who you are around, you know, who you're exposed to. And so I definitely would love to see, and I'm, and I'm quite sure those who are listening, you know, would love to see you, you know, put your, your foot out there, you know what I'm saying? In that webtoon game, you know, game or whatever, because, you know, we need to see that diversity, you know, and then also this is what you're into. It's like, Hey, you know, you love drawing and then you, you write well, that would be great. And what type mm -hmm. of now, if you did think about doing a webtoon, so what uh, genre, would you choose um i've thought about like horror i think horror is like a good genre it's like really scary and i just i like a lot of horror things and then i've also thought about like royal type thing like kind of fantasy and royal things like that with kings and queens and stuff i've seen those and it looks really cool and like yeah uh romance too i think romance would be cool or just like drama like like kind of like high school or like drama type things but like mainly like horror and like royal fantasy stuff that's great well i you know i'm rooting for you babe you know i've been saying you need to go ahead and, and do that so i hope you go ahead and get that uh under you know uh under works like real fast quick in a hurry so i wanted to ask you about we still on the reading conversation and you we t we we talked about before uh one of the books that you just finished called what's tell everybody the title oh, guts mm -hmm. guts and what's, by what's the author's Telgemeier. name Raina Telgemeier I think that's how you say her name okay now tell everybody first of all about this book and because she has a series of books Raina Telgemeier right Mm -hmm. Okay, so she has a series of books. So tell everybody about the book Guts and, you know, what made you, uh, your interest in these particular books? Because you literally, when I bought this book, Asi was like, okay, I want to read this, Mommy. And she gobbled it up. I mean, it was like, I don't know, was it like an hour or two? I mean, it was like, it's yeah. one of those, they, they, you know, tell everybody about this book. Um, It's a book about a girl who has like, I don't know if it's like I feel like it's like more of social anxiety which makes her like get like feel like really sick like she's always having stomach aches and stuff and she has like social anxiety and then she's like 
scared of like just being sick and like throwing up and all that stuff and I thought it was like really like I wanted to read it because one because Raina Tuckermeyer is like a good author and she makes a lot of like comic type books and I've read like her other ones like Smile and Sisters and Drama and stuff um and even like the Babysitter's Club books because I think that's by her oh that's her and she makes yeah she makes like a lot of like those comic type books and I feel like it's just like relatable to kids like in that age group because she was like younger um I don't know she was like a little kid probably like fourth or fifth grade so some people like kids that might relate to that if they have like social anxiety and stuff and then it was just kind of like her I guess like story or whatever and then trying to get over it like in the end and stuff and yeah wow oh my goodness could you uh now tell everybody uh about social anxiety what what's social anxiety for those who may you know um, not be aware of what that is well it's just like obviously like anxiety like just being scared of like maybe being around like a lot of people or scared to like talk in front of people and stuff like that okay okay now could you could you relate to that book in any way is you know is um I guess I could because like talking in front of like class like a class or something can be like hard and like awkward and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely and you know usually that's the thing a lot of times you're going to read books that you could relate to so if it's things that you know you've experienced or you know somebody's writing about a topic that you like you know what wow man like that that sounds like you know some things that i you know have dealt with yeah you typically those are the types of books that you're going to gravitate to or you know you tend to gravitate to books where if you know that you may have issues with things and this book is like a self-help book so it's a book that's going to help you get over whatever fears that you have you know so that right there um is a way for people to choose books that they are interested in and helping them to get helping to get them into reading. And one of the other things that I would like to mention is that how you like to read a lot of comic books. Uh, And that's something that uh, uh, Jim Trelease, he's the author of the book, Mm -hmm. The Read Aloud Handbook. And one of the things that he talked about is that if you wanna get children into reading books, comic books are a great place to start. And he said this back, I want to say, man, that book was uh, written, I want to say probably like in the early 80s or something like that. So, you know, right there, you know, and it's, you know, 2022. And here it is, you have young people, they love these types of comic books, manga, you know, anime stories, the webtoons and all of that. So I'm telling my parents out there this for a reason, like don't feel like your child is dumbing themselves down You know, don't feel like, okay, if they're not picking up the autobiography of Malcolm X, Mm -hmm. you know, that something's wrong. You know, it's like they're not going to try to read the things that we as parents are trying to put on them. We have to allow them to read the books that they're interested in. You know, would you agree with that, Asia? Yeah, I definitely agree because one, kids, I feel like their attention span, like for those types of like books is not like, like they won't be interested like obviously the books are interesting but like for a kid 
they can't read like autobiographies of people and just <laughs> stuff like that. And then if they're reading comics, it's like easier because it has pictures in it. And um, I think kids like to see more visual stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, and I like that. And I think honestly, it seems like it helps to build that creative, uh, you know, your, your creative mind, your creative genius. You know, when you have mm -hmm. all of these cool pictures and, you know, it's like when I look at these comic books and I just look at their facial expressions, I'm looking at all the different things mm -hmm. to do. I'm just like, wow. But, and it, you all, that is what you all are into. And I think, I think that's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? So, and Hey, yes, that is a part of reading, you know, so don't, again, don't get it twisted just because your child is not reading these elaborate chapter books that you feel like they should be reading. And my daughter, y'all here now, she just said, what, what, what grade are you in? R repeat to everybody. What grade are you in? Um, I'm going into the 10th grade. Yeah. All right. So it's like, bam, you know what I'm saying? Sophomore in high school and she's reading webtoons, you know what I'm saying? And manga and all of that type of stuff. So, um, you know, and, and I'm quite sure when you're reading books, you know, especially like that, they have great storylines, right? do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and that's the thing it's like you that's how an audience is captured you know you have to have a great story to tell so if you have a great story to tell and it's and you don't have a whole lot of words on the page but you are able to uh you know tell from the beginning middle and the end and you have it with clarity and it's also something that's captivating you got you a great book on your hands and you're gonna have folks getting that book especially our young people so we are about to get ready to end the show. And I want to end it by you giving at least, you know, two to three tips. I would like three tips. If you, if you could think of three, um, mm -hmm. three ways in which to get young people in particular in your age group too, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Trying to get them into reading. What, what's some advice you would give Asi? um of course like figure out what exactly they like like you can't just give them a random book and be like here read this like you have to get them something that they like and stuff that they'll probably relate to like for example how the guts book can relate to people who maybe have social anxiety and then you can get like books that are obviously for older children instead of ones that are for like little kids and get stuff that has books where characters look like them too so like for black children like you can get them stuff that's, you know, shows other black kids so they can relate to the characters more. And so they won't always see what other people just put out, you know, and you can just like, um, like just having like experience, like uh, uh, reading certain genres too, like wow. see, like let them um, look at different genres, like not just one specific type, but like, or if they're not into that, you can do like fantasy or drama or whatever they want. And it's just, um, that's, I don't know if I have a third tip. That was third. That was number three. No, you did good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cause you said having them be able to pick, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, obviously yeah. starting off with what they like. And then you talked about getting books that represent in particular our black children. And then you talked mm -hmm. about also exposure to other genres too. Yeah. So in that, and that's a good, and I'm glad you said that because again, it's a, it's a reminder for me, y'all, this again, real reading talk. 
I know I'm the type of person I can get stuck in whatever it is I like. It's hard for me to try things different, mm -hmm. full disclosure. <laughs> so it's like, and just like, you know, I got to say this, my kids, now I'm going to tell you, I, I used to watch horror movies, okay? So I ain't into that no more. My kid, mommy, wanted, I'm like, listen, I used to watch horror films, okay? Been there, done that, you know? In my age group, I ain't trying to sit up and watch no Jason movies. I'm, I'm good. I did all that, <laughs> you know, but you know what I'm saying? But then when it comes to the anime, though, they're like, come on, my, and I tried a little bit. I tried. I tried to watch it a little bit. Now, it's it's hard for a sister, y'all. It's, it's hard. So, but hey, at least I can say I tried, right? Hey, so. <laughs> well, that that does it for us, you all. Uh, Asia, I just want to tell you, I am so proud of you. You did excellent. This was a very great conversation. And I thank you mm -hmm. for sharing with everybody, uh, you know, giving us some, some insight into your reading world, you know, what you're reading and then being able to explain to everybody these different terms like manga and anime. I mean, for, for, for folks in my age <laughs> group, you know, some people, they just went over their head. They're like, what? Manga? But you explained it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, so, and you all, I would recommend too doing some research. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you, Asi, just real quick. Can you tell everybody uh, the where you go to read your webtoons? What What is the, the website for those who would well, like to go? The mm -hmm. app is literally called Webtoon. Oh, uh, I'm done. <laughs> but you can also, like, I mean, that's not the only place where you can read comics. There are, like, so many different sites. I mean, like, I honestly can't name any because I usually read off Webtoon. But, like, if you want to read even mangas online, because you can read mangas online, oh. too. And there are different apps for that. Um, mangas online, I, Webtoon. Okay. Yeah. But you can probably just research, like, where to read, like, maybe free mangas online or if you want to buy it, whatever. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you do. Oh, so you have it to where they, you know, you have your free version and then you have some where you pay for it. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love it. And it's that in that webtoon app. Now that they can download that for free. Yeah, you can and, download that for free. Okay. All right. you, um, if there are some webtoons where you do have to pay coins, maybe either to watch the, uh, or to read the latest episodes or you can like, um, or there are some that are like, finished and you have to read like you can read a certain amount for free but you have to pay for the rest but a lot of them are free like most of them are free most of them are free got and it. you just have to wait for the episodes to come out okay got you mm -hmm. i got you well, all right well that well that does it she gave us uh you know great uh information again like i said into her reading world and and some great tips uh for our young people out there in particular who are struggling mm -hmm. with reading so again, we can give the advice, but the thing is, is that we have to implement what it is that we're given. So with all that being said, you all, that concludes this episode, episode 29 of Real Reading, Reading Talk. And I am your most gracious host, Miss Sasha, and I have had the lovely, awesome guest, Miss Asia, on. And I thank you, Asia, and I hope everyone takes care. And please remember to keep reading for at least 30 minutes a day. Thank you, Asi. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>
episode. Oh my goodness. And I'm for real, I'm not just saying that just because that was my lovely daughter. Well, maybe that's part of the reason why. However, it really was a great episode because, again, like you know, you all heard, I was getting educated into a world that a lot of our young people are in when it comes to reading. These manga books are extremely popular, okay? And so I am so uh, glad and grateful that Asia was able to talk about uh, and break down what the manga and the webtoon and the anime and the gave, given the history as far as like when it started and all of that. That is excellent. And it's also showing to our young people about research. So when you are into something, you definitely want to find out, well, you know, what the background is on it, right? You know, you know how that is when you're into something, you want to do more research and digging. And so I'm hoping uh, that you all uh, will definitely make sure that your young people listen to this episode, okay? And I want to uh, do a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, I am a pre-K through fourth grade reading tutor. And the name of my reading tutoring business is ABC Learn Tutoring. And if your child is struggling with comprehension or they're struggling with reading fluency, their sight words, or just even getting motivated to read, please go to my website, abclearntutoring.com. Click on that free reading assessment today to get them started. Also, I am the founder and executive director of ABC Read. Our mission is to develop and nurture a culture of literacy in black and underserved communities. And we are doing that by giving away books that primarily focuses on black history, culture, experiences, because we, as we know, representation matters. And we are in the business of helping to eradicate the high levels of illiteracy that plague our community here in Cleveland. And we also have awesome reading events as well. So you can check us out and the things that we've been doing on a, at our website, abcread.org. And of course, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Reading is Freedom. This episode will be uploaded to my YouTube channel, Reading is Freedom, as well. And I want to uh, end with a quote and also let you all know the book that I am currently reading. So let's, let's do this. I'll do the book first. So the book that I've been reading, and well, actually, I read it already. I've been rereading it. It's called Pray and Grow Rich, A Faith Choice. How to Achieve Massive Success Without Compromising Faith. And that's written by Halima de Oloviera. All right. And I've also been reading The Five Love Languages. I believe that author, his name is Gary Chapman. All right. That's an old school book as well. And now I finally want to leave with the quote. And the quote is coming from the book, Pray and Grow Rich. Be an active participant in the life you are wanting to create. Be present and take hold of it. All right, y'all. Please ponder on that. Again, you have been listening to Real Reading Talk. I am your host, Ms. Sasha. Please make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. It'll be on Anchor, Spotify, as well as Google Podcast. Make sure you share it and give me some great ratings and reviews. You all take care and make sure that you please incorporate at least 30 minutes a day of reading in your life. All right.